indeed is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Uh, thank you for joining us this glorious Sunday. Uh, today is April 26, uh, 2020. Uh, I want to read a passage, just one passage today. I titled my message as the fear of losing control. Uh, today's given text is Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28. Uh, wherever you are, would you stand to receive the word? <clears throat> a man without self-control is as defenseless as a city with broken down walls. This is what we may be said. We have too much fears, too much fears on the air. Uh, as we go through this COVID-19, uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, share with you the fears that we have. At the same time, we want to look at uh, God's character, God's attributes. Uh, I, I share with you, uh, we have fear of being isolated. We have fear of being isolated. Uh, but God is the one who is with us all the time. Uh, I share with you uh, omniscient, I mean omnipresence of God. God is with us always. That is very encouraging uh, character, attribute of God. And, and, and also I remember I share with you, uh, we have fear of unknown future. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow due to the COVID-19. But uh, we have God who knows everything, all-knowing God. Uh, remember, I share with you, omniscient of God. God is all-knowing God. He knows your future. If you gave your life to Jesus Christ, not only is your Lord, He is holding your future. That is very encouraging. We got to trust God who knows our future. Last week, I shared with you, we have fear of finances. Since we are out of job, many of us are are not working uh, present, so we have a fear of uh, finances. But you know what? God is our provider. I share with you God's provision. God is providing our needs. Today I want to share about uh, we have fear of losing control or living in quarantine, which we haven't done it before. We're spending 24-7 uh, uh, with our loved ones, family members, which we haven't done it before. So this can create so much fear of losing control of a lot of things. Starting from eating matters, I guess we have fear of uh, over, uh, control over what we say. We can hurt our loved one because we've been staying together too long. Uh, I want to read the passage with that thought. I want to read the passage once again. A man without self-control is as defenseless as a city with broken down walls. If we are out of self-control, that means it's like we can damage our relationship. We can hurt our loved ones. We see uh, uncontrolled uh, rage. We see uncontrolled uh, lust. We see uncontrolled Spending monies. Though all the malls are closed, we can still do shopping, right? Through online. And if we have not have self-control, we, we, you know, this can be chaotic matter. And we see uncontrolled 
drinking. Since we don't go to work in the morning, maybe some of us are drinking to the point we're just uncontrollable. Taking substances, uncontrolled over overtaking substances, and uncontrolled works. We call that workaholic. But did you notice that? We are not working, but we're having a hard time spending time with our loved one. You know why? Because we've, we've been working too much. Maybe we're alcoholics. That's why it's having a hard time. And today I want to talk about uncontrolled tongue. Though this is a tiny thing, our tongue is a tiny thing, it can destroy and damage relationship. James says in chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by small spark. Tongue also is a fire, a word of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, set the whole course of his life on fire, and it is itself set on fire by hell. Our careless words can destroy people just like little spark burn the whole forest. But warm and encouraging words can build people up, give people hope. I want to share a lot of proverb passages today. Proverb 13.3 says, He who guards lips guards his life, but he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. Without tongue, we preserve life. Without tongue, we destroy life. So today I want to share three key elements to control over our tongue, control over what we say. Number one, think before you speak. This is very important principle, think before you speak. Proverbs 16, 23 says, a wise man's heart guides his mouth and his lips promote instruction. A wise person is the one who thinks before he speaks. There were so many times that we have regretted the word we spoke. Didn't you have the moment? Like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't say that. We had those kind of moments, right? The Jews, the Talmud, allows to lie under the two conditions, under the two circumstances. One is that someone asks you, ask your opinion over the product that they already bought. You should say, hey, you know what? That product is a good one. That's a good, good product. And other uh, time is when your friend got married, you should say, your wife is beautiful. What is this telling us? We need to think before we speak. You heard this expression, the boneless tongue, so small and weak, can crush and kill. You heard that, right? It is actually from Greek. Our words have power. So I pray when we open our mouths, the wisdom of God may speak through us to build people up, save people, encourage people. Proverbs 18.20 says, From the fruit of the mouth, a man's stomach is filled. With the harvest from his lip, he is satisfied. We can make people around us 
feel happy or sad by the word we use. You can make others feel comfortable or uncomfortable by the word you use. We can build or destroy people with our tongues because words have a power. So we need to learn things before we speak. When I'm in good mood, when my emotions kind of up, I tend to make promise so easily. So I regret a lot. Like, oh my goodness, I, I shouldn't make that promise. But that, that's my tendency when my emotion is up. I, I tend to make promises. Recently, uh, my wife shared the concern about trimming the tree in our backyard. Uh, when she shared that concern, I was in like upbeat mode. So honey, don't worry. I, I'm going to take care of that tree after Easter Sunday. When Easter Sunday, after week, week after Easter Sunday came, I regretted. You know, we pay, I think the gardener asked us like $700 last time. So this time, I want to save the 700 bucks. I want to do that. And uh, doing the process of cutting the trees, I almost lost my life twice. I didn't know it wasn't, I mean, you know, cutting off the, Cutting down the tree is not an easy job. We didn't have proper, I guess, the saw and material to cut the tree down. My point is this. Think before you speak. <laughs> that is important, right? Uh, second point is speak the truth in love. Ephesians chapter 4, 15 says, Instead of speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. Even if we say, we are proclaiming the truth. If we say without love, it's meaningless. God is not being glorified when we speak the truth without love. Because you know why? Because God is spirit of love. Just as Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, can you believe that? This guy, is a, if you and I can speak the uh, tongues of men of an angel. But have not love, I am only resounding gong or clanging symbol. You know, I share the message every Sunday. I've been doing this for almost like 30 years. But preparing messages are always like, uh, you know, burdensome. It's not easy, like preaching from the people and preaching, uh, serving the congregation with the, the message. But the hardest, hardest thing is not that I, you know, the preparing itself. Even, I, I'm, you know, ministering to the, our EM English congregation, uh, it's not really language barrier that I have. I, though I have language barrier, I feel, you know, I'm not an adequate person to actually speak serving to our uh, English congregation, but that's not really matter. The biggest matter is when I feel like I don't have the Spirit of God in me, when I feel like the Spirit of God, the love of God is not in me. You know, that, that's the moment that I feel like, I don't think I can do this. Recently, my wife uh, mentioned after uh, EM service, she told me, honey, I felt the love of Jesus today. That was a big compliment to me that day because that's exactly <laughs> what I want to do 
That's exactly one of the reasons that I do the ministry, especially for English ministry. I do this because of God's calling, but I do this ministry because uh, I believe in the spirit of the love. Because the love, spirit of the Lord, can change us, mold us, and build us up. Speak with love. Speak the truth with love to your spouse, boyfriend or girlfriend, uh, to your children, if you have one, uh, parents, siblings, and friends. Amen? Amen. Amen. Proverbs 15.4 says, The tongue that brings healing is the tree of life. Ah, beautiful expression. But a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Yes, we experience so, so much, right? So, so many times. I want to encourage you today, uh, this week, to speak the healing words or encouraging words to your family members. That is application this week. Cheer for them. We need encouragement. Cheer for them. Uh, we have so much fear. Cheer for them. We, we all need them, right? We all need cheering uh, words. Frogs went to picnics the, as a group. They went to like picnics, and two of the frogs that fell into the pit, and other frogs were sitting around the entrance uh, of the pit. They were yelling out, "Guys, you have no chance. There's two pits. The hole's too deep. You can't jump out of it. So just forget it. It is impossible. Just give up." They try to keep jump and jump. One frog just gave up and died. The other frog, uh, he jumped out. After trying many times, attempts, he jumped out. You know how could, he, how could he, the other frog came out of the pit? He thought when he saw them, he was actually deaf. He was a deaf frog. When he saw the other frogs were yelling at, the, at them, he thought they were cheering for him. So he, I mean, he jumped out of that impossible pit. Even though this frog misunderstood others, he performed the miracle, right? How much more when we cheer people with the spirit of the love? Imagine that. This is not fake saying, but, you know, with a prayer heart, you know, pray for heart, when we try to encourage them with the love of Jesus Christ, when we try to cheer them with the love of Jesus Christ, impossible thing can be happened, right? Proverbs 20, 12, 25 says, The anxious heart weighs a man's down, but kind word cheer him up. Yes, let's use our kind word to cheer people up. Third and last point is ask Jesus for help to renew your heart every day. You gotta ask God, ask Jesus for help to renew our heart every day. Psalm 141:3 says, Set up guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. I like the Bible translation, Living Bible translation. It says, Help me, Lord, to keep my mouth shut. How can you be more clear than that? It is impossible to keep our mouth shut. You know why? Because it's not a matter of our mouths. It is a matter of our heart. Whatever that is listed in your heart will automatically come out from our heart, 
from our, yeah, through our heart, through our mouths. Jesus said, for the mouth speaks what heart is full of. Jesus said, but the things that comes out of the mouth come from the heart. And these make a man unclean. Our heart, our words describes the condition of our hearts. That's why when you go to the clinic, see the doctor, they say, stick out your tongue. Justin said, by examining, examining the tongue of a patient, physicians find out disease of the body and philosophers the disease of mind. What is the solution then? What is the remedy for the healing our unclean heart? Having new heart transplant. And God is the expert of giving us new heart. He's expert to give us new heart. Ezekiel 18.31 says, Lead yourself of all offenses you have committed and get a new heart. I like this expression. Get a new heart and new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? Get a new heart. Get a new spirit. We got to turn in our old broken hearts and receive brand new heart from the Lord. Whenever we come with a brokenness, Willingness to give our heart to Jesus. Jesus willing to receive our broken hearts and give us, replace us with a brand new heart. That's why gospel is so powerful. That's why it is good news. David prayed in Psalm 51, Create in me a clean heart, O God. The only way to control our tongue is giving our heart to Jesus. That's it. And let him Rule over them. Let him rule over your heart. Let me conclude my message today. Sid Baxter said, Proof that you have God's spirit in your life is not that you speak in unknown tongue, but you, that you know how to control the tongue you do know about. Very powerful statement. Many of us are still living in quarantine. I pray this season would be the season that God is preparing our hearts. Did you hear what I say? I, I strongly feel, you know, God is preparing our heart. God is strengthening our heart in, in the midst of fearful season that we are going through. You know what? God is going to do something new through the, his children. It's going to be different, I, I would say, different period, different era. But God's going to use his children. So he's, he's preparing us, preparing our heart. But you know what? There's always destruction and opposition, temptations out there. Satan doesn't like his God's children to be prepared to do greater work for the future. That's why there will be destruction, temptation out there, opposition out there. And opposition comes from very crossed ones. Therefore, it is important for us to guard our heart. Keep our heart 24-7. Preserve our heart. Prepare our heart. Strengthen our heart. How can you do that? We just give our heart to Jesus. Every day. Every single moment. That's the only way. I want to end my message today just reading the scripture together. Psalm 145. I love this passage. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. God, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion 
endures through all generations. Generation to generation, God, your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. God is the king. Jesus Christ, the king of kings and lord of lords. When we offer our heart to Jesus, he's going to rule, dominate over our hearts. Amen. Isn't this amazing promise? It is an amazing promise. It starts with giving our heart to Jesus. Would you join me in prayer? Let's, let's pray. Father, we want to turn in our old broken hearts, Father God. Would you replace our hearts with your brand new heart, Father? If anyone is in Jesus Christ, he's the new creation. Look, old has gone, new has come. We hold that promise, Father God. Would you bless each one of us today as we worship you, Lord God? Would you bless our hearts, Father God? We want to receive the heart from you, Lord God, because you are the expert of giving new hearts. Lord, rule over us, Father God. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. Rule over us, Lord. We want to live under your dominion, Father. Under your rule, Father. Be our King and Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.